Hello and welcome to I'll Take That Win podcast with your host Stephen Westwood, reminding you that to achieve that dream, it takes just one step. Hi there and thank you so much for joining me on the first ever episode of I'll Take That Win podcast. I'm Stephen Westwood, it's a pleasure to meet you and I am so excited to be discussing today's topic which is happiness. Happiness is unique to you, it is your feeling you know what makes you happy i know what makes me happy but how do we get happiness why is happiness important now i am a firm believer that our emotions are tied directly to our thoughts in fact i believe that thoughts drive our emotions i'm not talking about mental health at this stage i am literally talking about when we're healthy when we're happy we see the world in a slightly different light now Vocabulary.com actually have a fantastic definition for happiness. I'm just going to read that out quickly. Happiness is that feeling that comes over when you know life is good and you can't help but smile. It is the opposite of sadness. Happiness is a sense of well-being, joy and contentment. When people are successful or safe or lucky, they feel happiness. The pursuit of happiness is something that a lot of Western countries are based on and different people feel happiness for different reasons. Whenever doing something causes happiness, people usually want to do more of it. No one ever complained about feeling too much happiness. Now, that last statement is very true. I don't know a single person who has not felt happy and then complained about being happy. That being said, there's a lot of people out there who I believe are happy in their own misery. Uh, The reason why I say that is because what they do is they will take a given situation and they will enjoy being miserable about it. They enjoy the fact that they get to complain about it. They enjoy the fact that everybody has to listen to them complain about it and they don't actually do anything to get over that. Now, that again is not a dig at anyone in particular. It is literally just my observation. Now, when it comes to happiness, if we take this particular definition as it is, happiness is a sense of well-being, joy and contentment. That, to me, encapsulates everything that happiness is. I am content in my life with how my life currently is. I am content with how my life is going. I love the work that I do. I love the fact that I get to learn new skills, process new information. I love the fact that I get to, even today, it's nearly 11pm at night. I am now recording my very first podcast episode. I've had to learn how to talk to a microphone. I've had to learn how to use software to help edit that sound and I've also had to learn to put together an intro and outro put it all together and work out how to upload it they are skills that I never thought this time last year that I would actually have and they're quite technical skills now what does that have to do with happiness well when you're happy you like to learn things I do anyway I really enjoy learning new things I often joke that Google is my best friend because I get to research and I can really go down the rabbit hole when it comes to research I actually did kind of go down a bit of a rabbit hole for this particular podcast when researching it but I love it it's just who I am I'm not going to change and hopefully you won't want me to change either 
Um, <laughs> so let's get back to happiness. So when people are successful or safe or lucky, they feel happiness. Now, what I want to emphasize here is that you don't need to strive for success. You don't need to strive for safety. And you, you certainly don't need to stri uh, strive for luck to be happy. There is this misconception that happiness is actually tied to us gaining something in the future. I just want to address that. When we are constantly seeking happiness and pursuing happiness... It's actually detrimental because what happens is we associate happiness with something we don't yet have. When we associate happiness with something we don't yet have, be it a job, be it um, a certain salary, be it a house, be it a relationship, even getting our driving license, we're missing out on things that are fundamental to our happiness now. So just to give you an example, I know of plenty of people and I'm sure you do too, who start a new relationship. They begin dating and they're happy for a while and then things start to go a bit bland, things start to get a bit boring and repetitive. So they start thinking, oh, I know, I'm going to be happier when we've moved in together. So they moved in together and things have improved. Once things have improved, then um, things start to become bland again. They start to become boring. And they start thinking, oh, I know, I'll be happier when I'm married. So they get married. And the cycle repeats itself. Oh, let's have children. Children is what we need now. And the cycle continues to repeat itself. That is the hamster wheel that I'm talking about. That is when you are consistently chasing happiness from something that you don't currently have. Now, I am very happy in my life. I have a loving and supportive and generous partner. I have a lovely house. I have a car. I have a wonderful supportive family and friends. I have a thriving business. I have a book that I've just published. Uh, oh no, not another goal setting book. I actually discuss some of these concepts in there. I'm just going into a bit more detail in my podcast. So feel free to listen to the podcast by the book. It's available on Amazon and Google Play Store and use that to your advantage. So I have a lot of things in my life that make me feel happy, but that doesn't mean that I don't still have goals. I'm content with how my life currently is, but there are still things in my life that I want, but I'm not associating my happiness to the things that I want and don't have. Um, and I think that is a very clear misconception that people have when it comes to happiness. So as another example, I know of plenty of people who have started their own business. I'm an entrepreneur, I'm in that space. And I also know a lot of people who, when they have started their own business, get a bit upset if they're not quite selling as many products or services as they like. They get upset when their customers aren't uh, responding to them the way that they want. They're getting upset when they're getting a negative review and they're taking it personally and they're reacting. Now, I know that it's very easy to react in a situation. I am an instant reactor. And it's taken me a long time to learn that a situation does not necessarily mean that you have to react straight away. What you do instead is you take time and you think about it. 
And often when you do take time and you think about it, you will realize that actually that situation is not important. That situation does not matter. And in the grander scheme of things, that situation is irrelevant. It is not tied to your happiness. It is not tied to your productivity. Nine times out of 10, a situation that does annoy you doesn't actually impact you whatsoever. Now, to give you an example, I am one of these people who cannot stand the sound of people who tut as they eat, when they're making mouth noises as they eat. I cannot stand that. They are, I'm not necessarily saying that they're being rude, although I wouldn't really say that they're not being rude, but that noise, that sound just really aggravates me to the point where I have to leave the room. Now, I could choose to sit there instead and complain to that person about the way they're eating or the way that they're drinking. I could choose to be rude and say, do you mind not eating like that? Um, <laughs> now, I get it. I do get it. Like some people, they just can't help it. I choose to remove myself from that situation and I would much rather remove myself from that situation than cause a fight over something that actually doesn't impact me. It doesn't have any negative response needed because it, it it's a non-starter. It's something that is irrelevant. It doesn't make one bit of difference to my life. Yes, it annoys me. I just get annoyed by it. There are things that will annoy you too. There are things that people will do, and I'm specifying people because it tends to be th uh, things that other people do that annoy you. The thing with people is you cannot control what they do, what they think, how they feel, or how they react to something. But you can control what you do, what you think, what you feel, and how you react to something. Uh, the reason why I'm saying this and the reason why I am um, discussing this is because I feel that in order for us to be happy, we have to understand exactly what it is that makes us unhappy. We have to understand exactly what it is that annoys us, those little things that we all have that, you know, really, really, really raise our anger levels. And I'm going to move on to sadness in a minute, but I'm just going to talk a bit more about anger. Um, so anger is uh, an emotion. Anger is driven by our thought process. Now, some people, a lot of people, most people, I suspect, get angry when the situation is not in their control. They get angry when other people are doing something that they don't necessarily agree with. You can't control what other people do. Now, again, I can tell you that there have been times in my life where I have expressed anger. I have reacted, instantly reacted. I've not thought about it. I've just reacted in an angry way. And I found that there was a particular situation um, within the last 12 months that really started to make me angry. Now, this situation I won't go into too much detail on, but basically what happened was I found myself being increasingly annoyed by another person. Now, this other person was not maliciously annoying me. 
and I suspect for 95% of it they did not realize that they were annoying me but fact of the matter is they were. What I ended up doing was asking them very politely to stop doing what was natural for them. Now keep in mind that what they were doing was not something that a lot of people would find irritating. It's just something I particularly took a dislike to. I again will not go into too much detail but it did involve very negative way of thinking. They seem to be under the impression that whenever something mildly irritating or uncomfortable happened to them, that it was the universe telling them that they were the worst person in the world and should be suffering. And they were very melodramatic with it. In the end, I ended up having a conversation with this person and I asked them why they felt that the universe was against them, why they felt that there was a need for them to react and respond like this. And what they told me was that if they thought about it, they always felt that they were afraid of what might happen. For example, they were a writer like me and they were afraid of what would happen if they presented their work to a client. Afraid that people will not like what they write or their style. And I kept saying to them, the only way you're going to develop is if you take action. And when I say taking action, I mean actually doing something to resolve your issue. I'm not just talking about the fact that, you know, oh, you could do a course or you could read a book or you could listen to a podcast that will help you to understand now, this is called passive action. They're consuming. And that frustrates me because I am an action taker. And it took me a while. It did take me a while to realize that not everyone is like me. Um, <laughs> now, when I say not everybody is like me, I mean, I I believe that I am a fairly unique person. I believe that everybody is a fairly unique person. But not everybody is like me in the sense of I will say yes and then work it out later. And that makes me happy. I'm not going to lie. But other people do like to be somewhat prepared. Um, those who like to be 100% prepared and call themselves a perfectionist are actually afraid of failure. So they're putting it off and trying to uh, pass off getting all of this information together first so they were fully prepared I'm using air quotes when in actual fact they're afraid of trying it in case it fails I'm not afraid of failing and I know that that frustration that I had with the people who were not taking action stems from my own thoughts it stems from my own feelings but again they're not taking action does not impact me in the slightest it had no um they had no say in how i responded to that and i didn't really understand at the time how to respond to that so as i've said what i've learned to do over the years is if i'm in a situation that makes me feel uncomfortable if i'm in a situation where i can feel myself wanting to react in a negative way that will impact somebody else I choose to remove myself from that situation and I will say oh I just need a few days to you know xyz and then I will think about it and I will think about what 
is making me feel angry or what is making me feel sad. I purposely go out of my way to understand the thoughts behind the feelings. And once you have got the thoughts behind the feelings, you can then start addressing why you're feeling that way. And you can then start addressing, well, those thoughts, those feelings are irrelevant. There is no need for you to, in my case, there is no need for you to respond to somebody in such a negative way. This is just the way they are. They are not sure what they are doing. And when people are not sure, when they are uncertain, they are not in a very positive place. And they're feeling quite negative and full of self-doubt. Now, a lot of these concepts, such as passive passive action and massive action or active action and fear of failure and self-doubt. I will be addressing those in later podcasts. Um, at the moment, I do want to stick to happiness, but in order for us to understand happiness and why happiness is important and how to be happy, we also have to understand why we don't always feel happy. And there are a lot of emotions for any given reason. Happiness is something that I love to feel. Happiness is something that I try to feel every day. Not all day, every day. It's not possible to feel happy all the time. However, it is possible to remind yourself of what makes you happy. So like I've said at the beginning, I uh, have got a loving, kind, generous partner. I have a wonderful family. I have fantastic group of friends. I know that I have love, I have a home, I have food, I have a car and I can travel whenever I like because of the nature of my job I can take it with me. I am in a really really good place. What else makes me happy is the future. So I like to set myself goals because goal setting is something that helps keep our minds focused. I'll explain at a later episode, but right now, just go with me, please, bear with me. And I like to set myself big, huge, challenging goals that really stretch everything that I do, such as writing a book and publishing that book, and then starting a podcast. I like to set goals where I can help other people. Helping other people, again, is one of those stimulants that just makes me feel good about myself. It makes me feel happy. It makes me feel confident. I go out of my way to help people. And the reason why is because, again, it is just something that as I'm watching this person benefit from my help, it makes me feel good about myself. I know that there are people out there who are like, but why would you help people, you know, charity starts at home, that sort of thing. I've always been generous. I've always tried to help people, whether it be with something physical like sorting out the garden or helping them decorate or cooking them a meal or paying for their meals or, you know, just help in any way that I can because I know that it is going to get reciprocated. Now, that's not to say that I let people take advantage of me. I do want to point that out. Um, but overall, I like helping people. What I want you to do and what I am going to task you with doing, just think about all of the things that make you happy. So do you have friendships that you wouldn't be without? Do you have family members who are supportive? Do you have a job that you absolutely love? Do you have a job full stop that pays you? Do you volunteer? Do you go to school? Do you go to university? Think about what it is that you are doing and what brings you happiness. This is important because when it comes to setting goals, if you come from a place of happiness, then you're going to be more creative. You're going to be more confident. You're going to be able to take 
action. Now, a lot of people when they're setting goals, unfortunately, are the opposite. So they set goals out of necessity. It's called having a scarcity mindset. And when you're coming from a place of scarcity, when you're coming from a place of wanting what you don't have from a place of needing it, um, I'll explain more in a later episode, but effectively it is when you are so busy in your life you're putting out fires you don't have time to actually think about what you need so if your car breaks down for example and you can't afford to get it fixed you find a way to get it fixed rather than saving up the money to begin with it's like people who have a job but aren't happy in that job instead of looking for a new job they stay in the job that makes them unhappy and the reason why they do that is because it provides them with security and by having that security it makes them think that they are you know not in need of getting another job whereas if you're watching from a place of happiness you will look for a job now what happens when that person is made redundant or they get fired they then start taking action they then start looking for a job any job to help maintain their status quo i'm using that word specifically because as humans we have adapted over the years one of our survival instincts is to maintain the status quo because that means we're safe that means that we're secure and that means that we can carry on living if we are suddenly in a position where our minds don't know where we are or don't know why we're thinking what we're thinking it tries to shut it down and that's where fear comes in so keeping the status quo okay yes it can be peaceful it can work for some people but for the majority of us what will happen is it will drive our ambitions down so again coming from that place of happiness coming from that place of abundance is what makes our lives definitely worth living in my opinion anyway it makes our lives so much more rich it makes it so much more vibrant I keep saying variety is the spice of life because I like to work on many different projects but that also keeps me in line with my goals I like to work on different things it makes me happy some people like doing the same tasks over and over again that makes them happy some people like to be organized some people like to wing it basically happiness is something that is unique to you you should not be putting stock in other people for your own happiness they are not responsible for your happiness much like you are not responsible for other people's happiness however if you're the type of person like me who likes to see other people happy then you will also be a respectful person who respects boundaries so happiness is not something that you should be seeking elsewhere it does come from within and i know that i sound like i am some sort of guru right now but it is true it is so true in order to be happy in order to enjoy your life in order to enjoy your relationships enjoy your work enjoy your education enjoy everything you have to realize that you are ultimately responsible for your own happiness what I would like to do right now is invite you to explore what it is that makes you happy. I would like to invite you to discover what it is that makes you unhappy and discover why that makes you unhappy. Once you have that, you have the key to your own success. Happiness is vital for success. And as I've said, different people have different things that make them happy. My key takeaway from this particular episode would be to make sure that you only understand what it is that makes you happy. Thank you very much, and I will see you next episode. You have been listening to I'll Take That Win podcast with Stephen Westwood. 
reminding you that your path to success starts with just one step.